Hey everybody, welcome to episode 232 of the Bite Me Podcast. I am Cliff and I'm joined by Dylan. Woo! Dylan's a little, little hot today, but it's alright. And we're also joined, I mean Dylan's always hot, let's let's just be clear, but hotter today like, than normal. I feel like I should re-enter the lobby. Vocally hot, it's great. Or I'll just talk um, back here. Although I don't really understand because like I'm at my house and going like it's pretty warm here. It's got to be in like what? It's yeah, it's 65 out. Dylan's wearing a beanie, a a sweater or like a sweatshirt and maybe some sort of neck wrapped like it's oh, a it's a gator. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was I wearing would... a turtleneck. <laughs> I had to go Either way, gas. it's it's not warm enough. It's not definitely not cold enough to be wearing a gator around your neck and a and a sweater. It's pretty sweater. comfortable right now. I it's I'm wearing shorts and it's hot in this room. Anyway, my downstairs stays very cold because wow, that, it is a lot of windows. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, enough about Dylan and his cold. Colby's here too. Say hey, Cole. Ahoy, ahoy. Are you cold? <clears throat> no, no, never cold. All right, we're gonna do a podcast about video games. We're gonna talk about Sony. Sony finally. I don't have to get good anymore because Sony finally is gonna make an AI that'll play video games for me. It's gonna be like Twitch, but I just get to watch it on my own TV, I guess. Uh, PlayStation Now is now streaming at a resolution that I would have thought they'd been streaming at all along. But hey, what do I know? Uh, more games are getting that Series X frame per second boost. We got a bunch of them, about twelve, I think. Uh, iOS now supports new controllers, which is nice. Um, you know Fortnite saved the world? Like, you remember that? Yes. Dylan owns a copy. It's still not free, and I'm pissed. Uh, and you could also own a Wii made of gold that is literally fit for a queen. We got questions from Vinny Operator Jax Colby, I guess. Uh, <laughs> our Deacon and my son Carter. Uh, some cheap free games. We got Game Pass. We got Games with Gold. We got PlayStation Plus. Uh, a little bit of Troll Corner. And this is actually kind of a fun one because we're not making fun of any video game company. We're actually going to make fun of Australian politicians, which sounds like a good time. And uh, then we'll stop. And Did another make- one drown? <laughs> no, no, not yet. But give them time, Cole. All right, we're going to start out with what we've been playing. Do you want to go first, Dylan? Dylan actually played a game this week, and I think it was expressly so we could not make him talk about some obscure. <laughs> you are game. correct. <laughs> um, yeah, I played played a Bloom's Tower Defense Six um, explicitly, so I did not have to embarrass myself this week. Um, there was a new map, though. It was strange because it's just a straight line. So oh, the, that's blo- strange. the balloons just move in a straight line. However, I figured out once they get to the final turn, they do like, because it's like a line and then it drops down right before the end. So there's actually like a loop, but I was playing so good that they never got past the loop. So I thought they were just moving in a straight line. What, what level that's not very are you helpful, on but... of the balloons there, Dylan? Um, I don't know. Still not, it... not high. Isn't that one of those games that has like a ridiculous, like, you know, level 742 <laughs> kind of... Um. Well, I guess you can play on different difficulties, which basically just means you it's going to take you to a higher wave till you complete sure. that level. And like mm. easy is 40, medium is 60, and hard is 80, something like that. Sure. Um, and so the wave, wave 40 is the same on hard. You're just going to go to 20 more levels or whatever it is. Um so, but you can continue playing after that. Uh, so, sure. in theory, you can break your computer because there will be so many bl- balloons on the screen. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it'll just shut down. What a weird game. I don't it's think made, so. Made, I don't think that's true, but... It, I, um, it could be true. It's made by a company called Ninja Kiwi, and I love that a lot. Their logo is yeah. actually like a little teeny kiwi doing karate, and that makes me happy. Yeah. Um, I did... I had the intention of playing the new Vermintide update. Oh. But I didn't have it downloaded. That's okay. So I downloaded it while playing Bloons and didn't get to play it yet. So that's actually the truth was I intended to play Vermintide 2, but it wasn't patched. Therefore, I played Bloons. That'll give you something to do next week, Dylan. That's all I'm saying. Nice. How about you, Cole? What have you been playing? I have been playing Monster Hunter Sanctuary. Monster Sanctuary. Monster Hunter is a very different game. Very yeah. Different game. I don't think yeah. your kid would like Monster Hunter. No, probably not. Um, Monster Sanctuary is awesome. Now, um, this is the, the new game plus of Monster Sanctuary. Yes. You so just they, finished playing Monster Sanctuary, and now you're playing it again. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, that's fine. 
Yeah, so they released a new game plus, and I was like, well, I mean, I just 100% of this game, like, I don't know, three weeks ago, so why wouldn't I play it again? Um, yeah. But I'd actually just kind of planned on, like, well, I just kind of want to check out the new game plus. Maybe I'll, you know, pop in and just kind of see what it is. Um, and now I'm, like, three-fourths of the way through the game. So <laughs> I haven't played any other game other than Monster Sanctuary and have probably put another 30 hours in. <laughs> um, I love it. Because that game is awesome. Like, pretty much... Um, like, I know that the game was released in, like, December of 2020. Yeah. And I also know that it is only April currently, but that's going to be my game of the year. Like, <laughs> you, it just you heard is. You it here first, folks. Like, unless, I don't know, Rockstar releases a new Red Dead Redemption or something, I just don't see how it isn't yeah. going to be. Um, the new game plus is really fun. I mean, it's the same game, but, uh, it's kind of fun cause you know, you gotta use all of the monsters. Um, so you don't have to find them. Uh, so you can make kind of interesting teams from the get go and, uh, it's just super fun and I really like it. And I got my kid a monster sanctuary shirt that's going to be here in the next couple days. <laughs> I was real excited that they're releasing the Monster Sanctuary Monster Journal because I'm going to buy it. And yeah, have you ever bought a shirt like that for any other game? Well, it's not for me. It's for my kid. Well, like, that's what I mean. Have oh, you no. ever bought? <laughs> okay, no, no. Um, <laughs> I'm also like. I had to get it off a of Redbubble because they won't, you know, they don't make Monster Sanctuary shirts. So I'm getting some like bootleg Monster Sanctuary shirt. So it's like buying a Monster Sanctuary shirt out of like the back of a van in uh-huh. the concert parking lot. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's great. Like Sanctuary is actually spelled wrong, but everything's fine. It's, yeah. Yeah. Like she, no she, worries. She can, she can read, but not that well. <laughs> Sanctuary is a really long word. Yeah, exactly. Frank. She's only four. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to play this game now. I, like, the funny thing is, is I really loved Pokemon Crystal, but have not played, like, a Pokemon game since. And it reminds me a ton of, like, Pokemon, but, like, better, because there's, you know, like, it's a Metroidvania, essentially. So, it's like Pokemon, but quite different and good. Huh. So I'm gonna have to try it. Yeah, it's I so love weird. it. Free on Game Pass. Also available on Switch. It seems like you're probably a pretty good Switch yeah, game. Mm-hmm. Would probably yeah. play this on my Switch. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I, I'm happy for you, Cole. That's really all I have to yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, I have not been playing anything like shockingly new. I'm I don't know two years almost. Well, not, I'm like almost two years through Stardew Valley. I still have to do winter, but I'm like fall is rapidly. Or is there a fall in Stardew. Spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. spring, so, summer, fall. Summer, yeah, yeah. fall, and yeah, winter. So I'm at like 10 days until winter. So I've only got like 40 days of year two left. Um, my, we, I think we're like 30, almost 40 hours into it, um, which I think is the, probably the longest my wife has ever played a video game in her entire life. Um, and we're still having a lot of fun. My kid kind of crapped out about 20 hours in. He was super into fishing for a while and then kind of kind of fell off his fishing game. Um, he doesn't really enjoy any other part of that game besides fishing, so I guess I could maybe see how uh, how you could get a little bored with it. But I'm, I'm very excited about uh, I'm going to put in a sprinkler system this uh, winter, put, put in some sprinklers because watering that game. Like you get to a point, man, where watering is just... You, it's there's too much. Like it's, I'm watering until noon every day, um, and uh, I don't know. I'm having a good time. It's it's a lot of fun. I I still have not friended anyone. We're like two years in this game, and nobody in the village likes me <laughs> because I just have no interest in like Linus. I every time I like if if I if I run past Linus, who's the like homeless naked guy, and uh, have some like forge stuff, I'll give him to him. He's like, I was like, oh, thanks, that's cool. I could have found this on my own, but. <laughs> whatever he's he's fine it's uh started real good though it's real good i was i think the thing i was most disappointed about is we we're having such a good time playing stardew that i was like what other what other games are like stardew that i could play split screen split screen co-op and there's just not yeah, any it's not a ton uh, which is really disappointing because we're having a really good time doing it and i, I think it's kind of a, a bummer that couch co-op these days is a very specific genre of game 
Um, like you get a lot of the kind of gang beasty, physicsy, platformy kind of games that are couch co-op, and you get like kind of the like at sundown type couch co-ops where you know you're shooting each other, but not a lot of like kind of it, not you don't even get as many like split screen couch co-op first person shooters anymore. Like that was kind of a thing for a while. Um, that like Lego games is is kind of it, and it's it's kind of a bummer because this game it's it's not perfect couch co-op. It's absolutely not not perfect. Um, there's a lot of weird oddities to playing it that way, but we're having a great time. And I was kind of disappointed that there wasn't anything else. So I guess if, if you're out there and you've played something that is like Stardew Valley esque and has split screen co-op on probably the Xbox, I would be, I'd be interested to hear about it. So does my time at Porsche Portilla have it? I don't think so. And man, I, well, I'll be honest. I've already sunk enough time to that game that I don't know if I want to, Go um, back, but maybe I like. I, I guess I only played through the first year of that. So, yeah. Forager may also. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, I just I want something else after this because I've I've had a really good time doing it. So it's okay. We'll figure it out. Um, I've also been playing a lot of uh, Spiritfarer, which is again absolutely gorgeous and fun and sad all at the same time. Like <laughs> it's. Although I will say that the the people I took to the. Uh, the like spirit door. What's it? Is it called the? Is that what it's called? The spirit door. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I, the, the folks that I pushed into the great beyond um, were not super upsetting this week. Like I, I think I did two or three, and it was all kind of like either their time or like I don't like you as a passenger, so it's fine. You can you can you can be dead now. It'll be it'll be all right. Um, although Colby tells me that Stanley is going to break my heart, and and Stanley's on the boat now. So I'm who, I'm who didn't you uh, who didn't you like. Um, the, the, the lion who just spends like his time cheating on his wife. Um, and then his wife, like, and not because it wasn't sad, but just because it, it very, like, it's very weird to say this about a a video game character, but it just really felt like it was her time. Like she, you know, um, I felt kind of the same way about the snake, um, who had cancer. Um, like that was, that was like, uh, you know, like it sucks, but you know, she, she'd kind of probably hit the point in her life where she was ready to go. Um, the hedgehog kind of wrecked me because she had dementia uh-huh, yeah. and the, the dementia hedgehog was rough. And this is a weird conversation to have, <laughs> but, uh, it's very good. I'm kind of, I'm kind of a little worried about, about, uh, my, I like my uncle who's the frog, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I've, I've kind of finished out his stuff and I really like him. He's like one of my favorite characters. So I think that he might be, he might be one of the next ones. Maybe Mm-mm. no, Mm-mm. he hangs around for a while. Mm-hmm. Spoilers, but it's fine. We don't need to hear them. Um, good stuff, though. Absolutely good stuff. Um, all right, let's talk about Patreon a little bit. That is the way you can support this podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast to slip us either one, three, seven, or ten dollars a month. If you give us that big ten dollars a month, we read your name. Um, I guess it's a fair trade off. It seems fair, right? Like, I read your name four times a month, you give me ten dollars. I would. You know, I, do you want me to like? Should I put it in? Should, should I like M, like NFT these people name? Would that be a better thing? Mm, maybe. No, no, I hate yeah, that. maybe. I hate maybe. that stuff so much. It makes me makes me super angry. Like just I like I'll be honest. If you tweet about blockchain or NFTs on Twitter, I just block you immediately. It's it's my thing. Uh, anyway, John Tippins, Sean Palmer. Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Joe Cole Jr., thank you so much for supporting the podcast. You are terrific, along with all of our other patrons. Again, patreon.com slash bite me podcast helps keeps the lights on. Um, kind of like a Motel 6, I guess, right? Yeah. Is, yeah. Do, do, do you think any, what do, what do you think the Venn diagram of people that know who Tombo Debt and people that listen to our podcast is, Cole? Not a lot. Not a lot. Do you know who Tombo Debt is, Dylan? I think so. <laughs> He's the he's the quarterback for <laughs> the in the probably eighties, maybe into the nineties, Tom Bodet was the spokesman for Motel Six and that was his thing is he'll he'll leave the light on for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm Tom I Bodet mean, that's and I'll about leave the light a, on for you. Yeah. I mean that's as far as I That's as far as you need to would, go, Dylan. That's yeah, absolutely as far okay. as you need to go. You know who Tom Shane is though, right? From Chain Company? Yeah, okay, see. What what's what's he in, in Seattle what what's where's he at the corner of, do you know? I don't know. Okay, because in in Utah it's the Shane Company at the corner of seventy two hundred South and State. Um and it, it always Open is Mondays, weird to me when Friday I hear- till eight, Saturdays till nine, close Sunday. <laughs> 
it's so weird to me that when you go to somewhere else and you're like, well, that's not where Shane Company is. I know where Shane Company is. <laughs> this is not an ad. <laughs> it's absolutely. Hey, but I'll be honest. If the Shane Company wants to sponsor us, I will take a Shane Company sponsorship. Absolutely. I'll even read for Shane. <laughs> Hello, this is Shane from Shane Company. My buddy uh, got his uh, his wedding stuff there like at least his wedding band was from there and uh, him and his wife got married at disney world and he wanted to get um i think a like a mickey mouse engraved on the inside of his uh of his ring and they're like eh, you know technically we're not allowed to do mickey mouse because you know it's copyrighted blah 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 um but you know if you'd like one large circle with two small circles um engraved kind of next to it but like touching a little bit we can totally do that he's like yeah let's do that let's do the engraving sure that's not how copyright <laughs> works like, as long as we don't call it it's fine I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you can actually copyright two circles and Three one circles. big circle. Three tall circles. You can. Yeah, the Disney Disney can copyright. Let me tell you about again. the Olympics. Ah, oh, yeah, probably Audi too. Honestly, that's five so. circles though, yeah. <laughs> and they have colors. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Patreon. It's a good thing. We love y'all. Uh, let's see, Dylan. News. Okay, so. Have you ever gotten to the hard part of a game and just gone like, well, yeah, I guess I can't play this game anymore? Or do you guys actually bother getting good? I get good. Uh, I'm not very good. So this this is interesting to me. So Sony has a has uh, just patented a AI that will monitor you as you play and then be able to take over for you and play in your play style, but hopefully a little bit better. Um, and like the idea here is is multiple one is that you know hey i just am stuck um and apparently part of it is this will actually be built into it where the ai will be like hey man are you okay do you need do you need a little help and the ai will just take over for you and do your stuff but it'll play like you which is interesting like it starts out with like a base set of commands and then learns how you play by watching how you play um but the other thing it could do is you'd be like hey i'm playing destiny i'm in the middle of a destiny thing you can't pause like but i gotta take a leak um ai take over and then you could go run to the bathroom or get a coke or whatever while the ai played your game for you <laughs> playing See, like you do i like that way better it, it's an interesting idea man right Except then you no longer have an excuse when someone asks you to do chores. <laughs> Only if they know about it. When my kid's like, oh, I can't can't go to bed yet, Dad. I'm in the middle of a game. I'm like, you let that AI take over, boy. Go to bed. <laughs> my kid at four is like, oh, I can't do that. I can't pause this game. I'm like, no, no, no. My parents that worked on, buddy, but... <laughs> <laughs> the, the worst part is, is like, there's a handful of games that I know is, is true now. Um, yeah. I, uh, we actually had kind of a, an interesting conversation with uh, a f uh, the mom of one of my kids' friends, and and we we're talking about I don't know like you know, when you have when God when you're a parent like so so much of your life involves like stupid things like having discussions around screen time and what time your kids go to bed and all that kind of kind of stuff, and it's just it's so obnoxious. But they were talking. Only if you let it, Cliff. I'm just going <sighs> to say that. You just don't have friends, Colby. That's what I'm saying. Done and um, done. Yeah, it's easy. But uh, they they were asking. I said, you know, the one thing that we do is that you know if Carter's playing a multiplayer game, like if he's playing something with friends or even a game against people, like and he's like, we're like, you got to go to bed, and he says like, hey, I'm in the middle of something. Can I have 15 more minutes to finish this round? Finish this whatever. Like that's a pretty automatic yes to me because I know how sh like awful it is to be that guy who like oh sorry gotta go and then all your friends just like disappear right. and you're like well now I'm it's not just three. punishing your your kid it's yeah. punishing like all these these four children that have invested yeah who knows how long into something his teammates and the people they're playing against i mean there's nothing worse than playing a game of rocket league and all of a sudden like oh sweet now i'm playing rocket league against bots that's awesome or yeah. or even worse i'm playing rocket league and my team is now all bots like that's it's terrible and it was it was an interesting thing because it was something that had never occurred to to them that like right. maybe you know when your kid says hey mom i just need 15 more minutes it's not just because they're being obnoxious and kids. i mean not, sometimes they might yeah, they might be twisting your arm, but sometimes they might actually be telling the truth, yeah. especially if you trust your child. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, 
I do. A little demon. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. So anyway, eventually I'm excited to have Sony making an AI that'll just play video games for me. I'll sit on the couch and just watch it do things. It's going to be perfect. Um, but it'll play like me. It'll be bad. That's fine. Uh, also, PlayStation Now just announced that they are streaming all their games at 1080p now, which I think is really interesting because I just had kind of assumed that they were. <laughs> like that came out as a thing. I'm like, oh, so if you had PlayStation Now, you were only streaming those games at 720, um, which is fine on like a phone. But you know, I'm playing that on my TV. That's kind of that's kind of not good. <laughs> so yeah. I guess if you are one of the, I think two million people they announced the other day have PlayStation Now, um, which I just boggles my mind. Like PlayStation Now is is not a bad service, but it's two million versus eighteen million for uh, Game Pass. Uh, you will now be able to stream at a resolution that was popular eh, ten years ago. It's it's good. Um, It'll, it's not necessarily here yet. It's a, it's a, like a staggered rollout. So it's going to be pushing out across all of the different regions that PlayStation Now is in over the next couple of weeks. So I guess that's cool. If you're, a, if you're a PlayStation Now gamer, that is good for you. Um, how many people do you think have 120 hertz TVs? Like, I can't imagine many, right? Uh, monitors or more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, the other day, my kid showed me a 390 megahertz monitor. I'm like, that's ridiculous. But anyway, if you have a 120 hertz TV or you're playing your Xbox on a computer monitor, uh, a bunch of games just got uh, that FPS boosts that they've seen on some other games. And, and most of the ones we've seen up until now have been like, hey, Fallout 4 doesn't run at 30 frames a second and now, you know, before, as it did before. It's now running at 60 frames a second. These ones are all boosts up to 120 frames a second. So Battlefield 1, Battlefield 4, and Battlefield 5 all run at 120. Uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, because man, you know what game really, really needs 120 FPS? Garden Warfare, uh, and Garden Warfare Two, and Battle for Neighborville all are at, at one twenty now. Uh, sea of Solitude got the boost up to sixty hertz. That game's real good too. If you haven't played that, it's on Game Pass. I really enjoyed that a lot. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront and Star Wars Battlefront Two. And as I said, Star Wars Battlefront Two, I heard Adam all the way in Tacoma go no. <laughs> are also running at 120 megahertz, or hertz, sorry. Uh, and then Titanfall 1 and 2 and Unravel 2 are now running at 120 hertz. So if you are, like I said, you know, it's, it's kind of a, I would guess it's a small group of gamers because, like, my TV certainly does not support 60 frames per second. Uh, but, you know, if, if, you, if you are one of those people, you get that little boost from your Series X or Series S. So, um and those are all EA games. They are right? all EA games. Yeah. So kind of cool though. Like, I guess it's all right. Um, so if, hmm. Yeah. It's all right. Do you have, let's see. Colby and I, I don't know about you, Dylan. Are you playing, are you playing games on your phone? Absolutely yet? not. Absolutely not. Okay. So Colby and I are both playing games on our phones quite a bit, actually. Like I, I, I don't want to say I game more on my phone now than I used to, but it's probably, depending on the week, like probably 70%. Like I would say that, you know, if, if I spend 10 hours a week playing video games, I would say that it's not unrealistic to say that three or four of those some weeks are, are on my phone. Um, and I, up until now, have not been able to use my new Series X controller, which is okay because my little clippy thing that I bought doesn't fit it, which is kind of strange. Like, I, they, you hold those two controllers, and they seem very, very similar in size, but my clippy thing does not work on my Series X controller. Mm. Um, but iOS 14.5 uh, was just announced, just came out, I think, like this week. Now will let you use your Xbox Series X and S and PS5 controllers um, attached to iOS, which is kind of nice. Um, it also lets you change your settings to make it so Facebook can't track you on the internet anymore, which Facebook is super panicked about, which says to me that it's probably a good thing to set if I was just going to like throw out a little pro tip right now, something to look into anyway. Um, Dylan, tell me a little bit about save the world, Fortnite, save the world. Um, actually a really solid game that to me is kind of unfortunate that it just got completely overshadowed because I actually really liked it and never really could get anyone to play with tower um, defense game. Kind yeah, of. Yeah. Kind of, I guess it's yeah. 
because you do set up little traps and things. Yeah. Um, but it's more more like you build a base and the things are going to come in and attack your base, but you can kind of create funnels and traps. And then you, of course, are still playing a third-person shooter, so you're shooting the zombies as well. And it does have some sort of like progression where you can kind of improve your your character and things and um is still very if you've played fortnite it is very similar in the fact that you hit stuff with a pickaxe and get materials and can break things and build things and um but to me i i don't know like it, it is a different enough game so it's kind of hard to compare but do i say i actually like it better probably yeah um and would it be super fun to play with a group of people absolutely um i did like normal fort or battle royale i guess um quite a bit but it does i mean some people love that to me it does have a limitation on it Mm. i think it's cool that they have kind of continue to change the map and things because i think that's cool and it does give it more life but at some point it is limited just yeah. by nature, I think. Unless you want to play something that is fairly competitive. Because I, I get that. I, I get the appeal. It's not my favorite thing. but Yeah. Um, I uh, I think if you've been listening to this podcast for probably, I would say, almost as long as we've been doing this podcast, you'll remember the, the early... The early kind of brouhaha around Fortnite Save the World was that it was a game that was essentially an early access and you had to pay 30 or $35 for it. But then it was going to go free to play when they hit the 1.0 version. And we were kind of on the like, I can't believe anyone would pay money for an early access game. Like it seems kind of wacky to like front fund your free to play project via early access and, you know, whatever. And then Fortnite, like, I, I, I'm right in saying that Fortnite the the battle royale spun out of that game correct like it was save yes. the world was first yeah and then and then Fortnite it was pretty much huge. like it was like we have this game and then someone else made a battle royale and they're like PUBG. Well, we could do that too yeah. right and like yeah. and they just did it and the rest is history yeah. but and the, the the kind of crappy thing about save the world is that it, they never actually made it free to play which is only weird to me because they've i mean we talked about it you've made two your weeks money ago. well not only have you made your money but they've spent like 800 million dollars giving away free games over the last like 2 years in the epic store and that free game has never been save the world and it just makes no sense to me that they have a video game that they barely support that they could give away for free and they just haven't which i think is weird um and maybe that's the reason maybe if they give it away for free they have to support it at least in the hey does this game work or not and they don't want to but still strange anyway long story short the reason we're talking about save the world is if you buy this remember we talked probably five months ago about the it's not really a season pass for Fortnite, but it's a, a deal where you can pay like I don't know, 15, 16 bucks a month and you get a bunch of skins and you get a bunch of Fortnite bucks and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's really like a Fortnite monthly subscription, but you get a bunch of stuff free. One of the things you get this month if you buy that is save the world. <laughs> so, and it's literally like nine bullet points down. It's like you get all these skins, you get all this stuff, and you get all this stuff. And like, oh yeah, and we're saving save the world in for free this month. And it's like so weird come on guys just give it away like the the free game this month this week on epic is a game called idle champions that's some sort of weird DD strategy game that i've never heard of like just give me free save the world i just want to play it mm-hmm. once i want to play it once before i die like it's so weird the only time i've ever had the 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 chance to play it i think dylan you were it? there with me we played it at pax yeah <laughs> except that i didn't get to because they miscounted right. remember <laughs> yes that's right there was like they're like okay this group of 20 people will get to play next and then they like let us in and they're like oh shoot we miscounted you're actually 21 and i'm like well i'm not gonna wait another 20 minutes so you guys can wait 20 minutes to yeah, watch me because it was a fairly long demo yeah, yeah so i i got to watch carter play and save the world and never actually got to play it on my own very disappointing i think i, I still have codes for it i do too <laughs> i get that forever and then like i think i finally got rid of it because i'm like i'm never gonna buy this game it's never gonna be free mm. screw them anyway Last, last up. Would you guys? Do you guys still own? Do you still have your your Wii's? That doesn't yes. sound right. Do you still have your Nintendo Wii's? 
Yes, also yes. Yes to both. Not, not only do I have my Nintendo Wii, I found one the other day at work, so I have two Wiis. <laughs> Excellent. So, Colby, would you say you have a Wii Wii? Two of them? Yes. It's a good Penny Arcade joke. Um, but yes, he also has a Wii Wii. Good, Dylan. Um, Wii Wii. So, do you wish one of yours was made of gold? One of them is. One of them is. Is it your? Is it the found one or is it? No, no, it's the one I got from Target. It was real weird, but <laughs> so apparently in 2009, Big Family Games, which I have never <laughs> heard of, um, THQ was their publisher, commissioned a golden Nintendo Wii and had it sent to Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> For whatever reason, they don't believe she ever actually received it, which I find kind of disappointing because the idea of like the queen playing like we bowling with, I don't know, her zombie husband. No, no. The we boxing. We boxing would also be good. (laughs) Um, Maybe if she got that, we her kid would have been playing we games instead of hanging out with uh, what's his name on his private. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) Maybe not. Anyway. It's like, um, it's great. I can play Wii Boxing, and since I don't sweat. <laughs> anyway, somehow this game uh, system that is gold ended up in the hands of a collector named Donnie Fillerup. And if Donnie Fillerup wait, wait. is his real name, <laughs> I am absolutely. I I don't know. Anyway, um, apparently he's looking to lose some of his uh, collection, and you could own a golden... How did he get it? it, Apparently... I want that story. Okay, if you want that story, apparently you need to listen to an episode of People Make Games. I guess that's probably a podcast. Maybe it's a YouTube thing. I don't know. I don't Um, know that much. And you'll... Maybe if I get some time, I'll listen to it for you, Colby, and I'll let you know. Um, Anyway, he is... uh, He's selling it, and it could be yours for the low low price well low low starting price of only three hundred thousand dollars 24 karat gold plated though how do you gold plate oh, something plated. made of plastic i don't even understand how that works i don't know it's fine it's fine <laughs> i'll buy it but only if the queen actually played it what if she signed it what if what if what if part of doing it was the queen would sign your Wii, which is a sentence i've always wanted to say <laughs> all right let's go into questions do it for me dylan hey yo v it's question time <laughs> Vinny wants to know what older game do you personally want a full remake of? So like soup to nuts, whole like we're talking they redo the entire thing. New graphics, new game, not new gameplay, maybe, but maybe they play better. Let's say a 360 PS generation and older. New Pong. <laughs> they probably made that. Please tell me how you would remaster Pong, Dylan. Please. Like you said In it, so no you have to tell me. About <laughs> I just, I, I'm going on with the new theme of of like because new Pokemon Snap comes out on Friday, so like and it's new Super Mario Bros. So it's, I want new Pong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. When yeah. I worked for Volkswagen, so you remember the the Beetle, the the new one for a new long Coke. time. That was it was called the new Beetle, but apparently you could only legally call something new for so long, which is why they had to redesign it like structurally every once in a while. So they could renew their like new, the new part of it. So it could be called the new Beetle. It could so just weird. be like the name of it. It was real dumb. Um, I want to see like, maybe like third person Pong. Like you are literally a guy like behind the bar, that moves behind the wall. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's two player. Like one of you's on both sides of the bar, and you guys have to like coordinate. Like no left, push, 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 push. No right, push, push, yeah. push. Oh, that'd be cool if it was two players behind the board. Yeah, so you have to like yeah. work together, and then you could go Kool Aid mode, and you could just break through the wall. Yeah, and then just smack the ball. Or maybe the right Kool Aid man. Oh yeah, which yeah. I can never decide. Is that Kool Aid man or is that Macho Man? Macho Randy Man, Savage, or is it both? I don't know. There's oh. a great there's a great video on the internet. I've seen it. That, it's hilarious. <laughs> that <laughs> handles this. <laughs> you don't have to take my word for it, um, which is, I think, LeVar Burton. Anyway, um, I would personally uh, probably say the first Red Dead, uh, not 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 Red Dead Revolver, but Red Dead Redemption. Um, Both. Please. I was so sad that that never came to fruition. Like when I walked into New Austin and realized that that was just the old map, I'm like, oh, uh-huh. "Can we get a Can we get a remake? Like you've already got like the map. Like 
But I think it's so weird that, like, in a world where there are companies that all they do is these kind of remasters, I think it's so strange that they have never remastered Red Dead. They've never remastered, like, the, the zombie expansion. And maybe it's just, like, bad code bases or something. Maybe it's too expensive to do it. But, man. So the other thing is, is I also wonder, you either have to license the, like, people talking. Yeah. Or have to have them come in and redo it. And I'm guessing you probably have to have them come in and redo it. Because, like, there's a huge difference between voice Fidelity, acting even yeah. 10 years ago and now. Mm, um so, like, you at least have to get the dude who plays John Marston to come in and probably a couple others. And yeah. I wonder if it just gets too expensive. expensive. Could be. Except Damn. it's going to sell so much. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, like... That would be... As I always point out, you cannot purchase Final Fantasy VI on any system currently. Yeah. This is a game that is beloved by... I don't know, pretty much everyone of a certain age. Yeah. If you threw that on the Switch, even if it was a direct Super Nintendo port, that game would make money. Same with Chrono Trigger. Yeah. And yet they don't. So, like, I've got to think it's not necessarily a money thing because, yeah, those would both make their money because why wouldn't they? But Yeah, I would love to see, uh, like, I think I'd really enjoy Vice City as well. Yeah, Uh, Vice City would be I don't know, I... It's hard. Like, there's so many good games in that era, too, but, like, so few of them, like, just pop into my head when I'm thinking about something like this. Like, Mass Effect... Grand Theft Auto 3 yeah. would be really good because that's pretty much unplayable. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, Vice City is... You can still play it. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto 3, not mm, as much. Yeah. Those are those are both 20-year-old games now, so mm-hmm. it's... Uh, I, I'd, I'd like to see both of those. Both of those yeah, would be yeah. really good. There's a lot of games from that era, like you said. Like Yeah. I think the because weird thing is they just, just don't... you can't you can't go back and play them because yeah. you can play older stuff but you can't that stuff is just so I it's it's something that I'm seeing more and more now like people so so for the longest time like retro has been pixel art you know you've had a lot of pixel art games and they're starting to kind of push into that like PS1 era <laughs> PS1. And, and people are like oh I love that PS1 aesthetic so much I'm like why? Like, pixel art, I can really get behind. Like, good-looking pixel art, you can do some really cool things with. Like, especially when you're not limited by palettes or when you do cool stuff like Octopath Traveler that's kind of pixely but has really cool, you know, cameras and stuff. Um, and, and especially nowadays where most... 2D games are actually 3D games, so you have a lot of depth in them and that kind of stuff. It's really cool, but, man, I don't understand why anyone looks at a PlayStation 1 game and goes, like, that's what I want. That's absolutely the aesthetic I like. It's just not, it's not good. It's not, it's not, it's not good. So, but, you know, teach their own, I suppose. Uh, Operator Jack. Well, Am I not going to get an answer? Nope, you don't get an answer. Fine, Colby, answer. Uh. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. I've, why? Why did? Why did I just lose the name of that game? You got there in the end. I've never played that. that that's a good call. Well, and it's like one of those games that I'm never sure if, like, I have tried to play it a bunch of times and never really enjoyed it. Sure. But I think it's just because like that game does not. It's a 3D game that does not handle like a 3D game. And I've tried even, like, the DS one that handles it a little better. But, like, if you put, essentially, Breath of the Wild, but, you know, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. I think that that, like, would be something that you could definitely get into and play and stuff. But it, it just feels not not great. Yeah. I've got it on the, the 64 and not great. Yeah. No, I think a lot of that, that Nintendo 64 era, PS1 era, you could definitely... I mean, how cool would it be to... Like, we kind of touched on this earlier, but man, I could go for a golden eye that was done in some sort of new thing, like, but with four-player split-screen. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Um, especially yeah. as big as TVs are today. Like, four-player split-screen would be way different nowadays than on the 27-inch TV we were playing with it in 1999. So, I, I could get behind that. Uh, all right, next question from Operator Jack. It has been a while. Hello from Down Under. Uh, he says, hey, guys. what Sorry is- I made fun of about your you know, prime minister drowning that one time. <laughs> hey, guys. What was the first game you bought with your own money? His was GTA 3 for PC. He paid $100 for it back when it was released. That's probably $100 Australian. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what that translates to, to be honest. Um, especially in 
like nineteen thousand one. Yeah, ninety something. Their, their money's called didgeridoos. I'm pretty sure. They're, I I it, I thought it was dingoes. It might be. I don't know. It's all very good. Actually, I, the funny thing is, is their money's actually the thing is we made two really dumb names for what their money's called, and their money's actually called the loony. So, <laughs> like like Canada. Oh, is Canada loonies? Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe you guys tell me what your thing is. I'm gonna look up Australian money. <laughs> I think there. Is, I think theirs is just the dollar. Oh, it is the dollar. You're it's, right. Yeah. It's the loonies. The Australian Canada. dollar. <laughs> no, that's super boring. Anyway, exchange rate's about eighty cents to the dollar, so hundred bucks is actually it's about eighty dollars US. You know, it's all right. But that was also in yeah, two thousand, so probably. probably I honestly different. have no idea what the first game I bought was. Oh, really? My own money. Oh, actually, like that I can remember. Miss Staria. Oh yeah. <laughs> on Sega Saturn. <laughs> Still waiting for that one to go up in price so we- I can. <laughs> Retire. <laughs> so back in the early days of, of the, the Sega Saturn, probably 2000. Well, no, let's see. I got fired from Software Etc. in 1997. So this had to be like 96, 97. A friend of mine, that I, a co-worker of mine, bought a Sega Saturn and then like decided he didn't want it like pretty early on. Um, had a Sega Saturn and like seven games. And it was a pretty good deal. And he sold it to Colby. Um, but one of the like big things in it was that Mystaria was in it, which no, it wasn't, wasn't it? I thought he sold you no. Mystaria. I bought Mystaria from the uh, software etc. in the downtown mall. Oh, in Crossroads. Yeah, in Crossroads. Oh, um, I really thought you bought it there. No, yeah. because we saw it, and Mystaria had to change its name. Yeah, because um, of like legal reasons. Yeah, because there was like something else named Mystaria, and they didn't like check on that. Um, and so when we saw Mystaria, like I'm like, holy crap, that's got the original name. It's not the changed one, and we should buy it because that'll be worth money someday. <laughs> and I'm guessing not worth money someday. Well, maybe. You never know. I'm going to go to eBay and check. You guys can talk. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. So if it is... Let's see. If it was new, it would be worth... It's not. Yeah, it's it's worth about... Probably somewhere between $35 and $80. So... See, the ones I'm seeing are like 124 77 Yeah, so it's worth 150 a, It's worth a little bit, Call It's, you know, it's nothing. This one's 600 but it's new and sealed. Yeah, so, you, so know. you know, it's all right. Maybe maybe you just need to wait long enough. I hear all those games are going up in price. So. And, and I hear that Saturn, um, especially, those things don't degrade and just get disc rot. Nope, it's absolutely going to be fine. Absolutely going to be fine. Um, anyway, so that's, that's what Colby bought. Do you remember what you bought, Dylan? Do you remember your first video game purchase? That's hard to pinpoint. I don't think I really bought anything earlier than like PS2. Sure. I, we just had games. I never really went and bought them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it might have been GTA Vice City when I was like 11 years old. I'm guessing, um, because... Our local blockbuster had like you could buy used oh, games sure. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I, because I remember like I think I bought Vice City for like six ninety nine. Sure. Um, probably a year. It was. I'm guessing I was about eleven because I don't think San Andreas was out yet. Sure. I had probably just got my PS2, so it was kind of probably right in between when vice city came out obviously and um when san andreas came out um because i knew i played it before then and i just got a used copy of it i think and i played that a lot because that was that was so cool to me as i'm like a a young person i was like i gotta play this game this looks so cool the commercial has flock of seagulls in it (laughs) i'm so into this um, but that commercial was pretty rad. It's probably not as rad anymore. It probably the is. Graphics are not awesome. Uh, but <laughs> I would say that it, you could safely say that most advertising of video games from the 90s and early 2000s is either just like, oh, that's cringy, or like, oh, my goodness, that's misogynistic. Like, you have two choices. Like, either it either it didn't age well, or it really didn't age well. Like, that's that's the the two kinds I, of commercials. I would like to think that, like, 11-year-old Dylan was like, oh, man, I love Ray Liotta. 
<laughs> he did. He'd seen Field of Dreams 45 times. Field of Dreams? Isn't really? Oh, he is yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah he plays. He's the if you build it, you will come guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The only reason I know... I, I assume he liked uh, like Goodfellas. Could be that, but I, I want to say Field of Dreams is what really, really <laughs> piqued his interest. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. The first video game I ever bought with my own money is actually a game that Colby and I talk about a lot. Um, it, it was is, actually going to be my question to Vinny's question, but I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll choose something different. <laughs> it is a NES game called Crystallis. It's a, a kind of role-playing game that we both really, really enjoy. And I distinctly remember, so back in the day when you went to Sam's Club, the way they displayed their video games was they had this pegboard and they'd like zip tie the games to it. <laughs> um, and by back in the day, you mean before it was probably called Sam's Club. Mm. It's hard to say. It might, yeah, you might. It might have been like price savers. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't. I don't. I, I remember it was. It wasn't Costco because it was. We didn't have Costco's no. in Utah until I don't want to say recently, but not when I was a kid. Um. And we went in, and for some reason, I just read about Crystallis in like. I mean, probably like Nintendo Power. Um. And I don't know why. I have no idea why it was on sale at. Sam's Club, but it was like $15 for a game that had come out I'm going to say like that month or maybe the month before. I don't know if it was like a pricing mistake or or what, but I like begged my parents to let me buy it with, I, I think maybe I'd just gotten birthday money or something. Um, and they were like a little reticent, even though I had the money to do it because it was some weird game that I was like telling them that I had heard of and that it sounded really good. And I bought it. It was like, I think $15 and Colby and I played the crap out of that game. Like we've both oh, yeah. played, I mean, Colby's, I've never actually beaten it, but I've gotten I have. like 95% of the way through it uh -huh. twice. <laughs> um, and Colby's beaten it a couple times. So it's on uh, Nintendo's little online thing. Oh, is it really? Yep. Oh, I also have it as part of the like SNK collection, I think. Too. Man, yeah. It, so. it might've been called Pace back then. Oh yeah, it could have been Pace instead of Sam's Club. Yeah, so I don't know. It that that that's the first one I got, and that was that was a that was a good purchase for me. So we did good. Uh, let's see. Next question is from Colby, so I'll let Colby ask it. Woo! Hey, what's your favorite uh, uh, fast food, there, Chief? Man, that's hard. Like I'm so sick of fast food right now because the only fast food I can eat is like the fast food God, within like suck. ten minutes of my house. Um. I really like, unfortunately, like probably my favorite fast food places are not in this state. Um, I really like Culver's a lot um, because they have delicious veggie burgers and they, get, instead of getting French fries, you can get um, fried cheese curds. Cheese curds. curds. And, and they also have really mm. good ice cream. Um, I really liked um, Firehouse Subs. I think they had a really good veggie sub that was, was great. Um, and I really like... Do you remember that? You're going to have to help me call because I don't remember what it's called. It's a, uh, it's over in the Fort Union area and you'd go in and write on the bag that you, like you'd get a bag and you'd write oh, the yeah. thing you wanted on it and they would like, then you'd hand them the bag and they'd make that food and it bring it to you. doesn't exist anymore. Oh, doesn't it? That's too bad. No. But it's good. Um, I, um, I don't remember what it was called. Good food I don't, though. Yeah. So it apparently didn't work. It's a franchise, so they may exist somewhere else, I guess. But whatever. So th those are probably my favorite. I kind of like I like Del Taco a lot too. Like if you want just like cheap Mexican food, they don't have those here either, though. So I don't know. Uh, Dylan, what's your favorite, man? Hmm. Probably Wendy's or Arby's. Arby's is good. If I, I had to pick, I like curly fries a lot. Yeah, their curly fries are solid. The uh, Arby sauce and the horsey sauce yeah. are also winners in my book. You know what's good? And you, you I take... can get Frosties at Wendy's and I can put my French fries in them. Yeah. You take Arby sauce and mix it with ketchup and use it to dip your fries in. It's really good. Mm, that'd be good. Yeah, I like it. How about you, Cole? What's your favorite uh, favorite fast food place? Well, when I was thinking of that question, I was eating Culver's. I really <laughs> like Culver's. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. It's uh, It's like a Wisconsin delicacy. Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, Colby and I actually went out and visited my grandparents in Wisconsin a number of years ago and uh, actually drove past their headquarters. It was it was very exciting. And by very exciting, I mean it was the end of a very weird drive around like the backwoods of Wisconsin. Um, Remember when we visited the weird circus thing? Yeah. So we went to the Barnum and Bailey. Same trip. 
What? Same trip. Same road trip. Yeah, I mean, same drive. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. went. We went to the Barnum and Bailey's, um, like summer camp. It was terrifying. It was the weirdest thing I've I've ever ever done ever. Anyway, uh, food's good. I'm hungry now. Um, I have to figure out where to eat yes. dinner now. Uh, Rich Deacon wants to know, do you think the ESRB rating system is fair? Have you played games that didn't deserve its rating, too harsh or not harsh enough? What do you guys think about the ESRB? I think the ESRB is kind of like the, uh, I don't know, movie rating MPAA, thing. Yeah. Where, like, it just doesn't like quite a, it needs more nuance and I, um, I would say that the difference like have you ever actually gone out and read an ESRB review of a video game yeah they're way better than the MPAA well well I'm just saying on like yes in that but like just the what you see yeah the you know like E plus 10 yeah. you know kind of thing like you know what what is fantasy violence yeah. <laughs> like I, I think the ESRB is like the ESRB as a because the ESRB is not just about rating games. They're also like essentially a um, they they are an industry company that exists to like promote video games as well. Um, and I think like as a as a company, I guess they're OK. Um, I think ESRB ratings are. If what you want to know is, should my kid play this video game or not? They do a pretty good job of that because they will pretty explicitly tell you what is in that game. Um, and so you can get a pretty good idea of of whether or not that is a game you should let a 10-year-old play or a 12-year-old play or whatever play. Um, and I think that the other thing they do is their existence makes it so the industry can self-regulate instead of being re regulated by the government, which is the same reason the MPAA exists. Um, and I think that the ASRB is also probably more uh, transparent than the MPAA is, which is yeah. like, what's what's that? Which isn't hard. No, what is it? Is it? Thank you for not smoking. That's the really no. good movie about the MPAA. No. No. It's... Um... Thank you for smoking. Yeah. Is, is a different movie altogether. What's What's the name of that documentary about the MPAA? That's a I good. I think I know movie. what you're talking about, and I can't remember what it is. Yeah. Um. What I would. This film is not yet rated. This yes. film is not yet rated. That's it. Um. So absolutely. This. Thank you for not smoke. Thank you for smoking. Which isn't alcohol. Thank you for smoking. Thank you. Is also a very good movie. I don't remember what it's about, but man, I enjoyed watching it. I remember thinking it was good. I guess maybe. Um. The The thing I will say about the ESRB is I think that they suffer from the same problem that the MPAA does is that a game can be grotesquely violent and get a teen rating or a mature rating but like the second you throw something that's even remotely like sex into a game all of a sudden it's M-rated um, and it's the exact same problem the MPAA has is that you can you can they they just like they treat violence and sex entirely differently and that's kind of dumb so you know whatever um like i mean i guess even <laughs> like you played a little bit of uh oh shoot what was that that Nate game call where you're the two people trapped on a a uh on an island and you like hold hands and fly around and collect things oh haven haven yeah like haven is rated m um, there is very little violence in that game, um, but because it has kind of like a, like the characters in that game have sex, but in very much the like PG-13 rated TV kind of, you know, where like they are obviously having sex or have just woken up, you know, or, or just stop, but you don't ever see anything, but that game's rated M. It's implied. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely a hundred percent implied, but because, it's implied that game's rated M, even though it probably, if that wasn't part of the plot, it probably would have been rated T, and it seemed kind of... that That's the, my problem with the ESRB, uh, more than anything. I don't know, do you guys have thoughts? I I enjoy the Peggy system. <laughs> in, Is it because in, it's well, called no, that? that? Well, in that, like, you know, it's like, oh, Peggy 7. Yeah. Like, there's there's variations of you know kind of things where it's like oh okay this is you know like may not be good for a three-year-old but is not you know yeah. like going to be as bad as you know something that is like i said i just like that there's more very like 
there's a little bit of a spectrum. Agreed. Yeah, I think that I, I think the thing I'll say about the ESRB too is that it's better than like the Australian rating board, you know, which yeah. Yeah. regularly bans things that that I mean, and flat out bans them. It's not even like here getting an, an uh, AO rating is kind of like a kiss of death because you can't get in retail. But there, like, yeah. they just actually ban games, uh, which is yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Dylan? You have any other thoughts? Um, I think you kind of nailed everything because again we see what politicians do with video games so uh-huh. it's best that someone else helps to rate things absolutely because um, um, it never ceases to amaze me what kind of crazy ideas they come up with oh just um, wait a second don't we're gonna talk about yeah. that oh i saw i i don't even know if i can listen to you <laughs> read the story because i was so confused it's so funny um so funny but so yeah otherwise i mean I guess I'm definitely a, I was definitely raised in a, we don't care what content is environment. And I very much still stick to that philosophy, but I believe that other people like that and it is helpful. So it probably is better to have it than just not have it. Um, um, And I guess it does a pretty good job other than like Colby said, fantasy violence. I, I find how they, and of course, you can go on the website and figure out what these things mean. But I, I do laugh occasionally at, um, like just the words that are actually in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of comedic, but overall, I think it does work, and it is probably preferable to movie rating because I think those are a little more, I don't know, wacky. Especially, yeah, you watch that movie, which it's been probably close to ten years since I've seen it, but it's definitely worth a watch. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know. We'll, uh, it, it's probably better than nothing. So that's, that's what I'll say. The ESRB is better than nothing. All right. Last question from my delightful son, Carter. He wants to know, what is your favorite video game quote? Like, is there, is there a quote that you, uh, you use all the time when you're, when you're talking? Like, I mean, like Colby's notorious for using Simpsons quotes to, um, spread, uh, like he has a Simpson quote for every situation. I would, I would guess. Um, do you have a video game quote that you kind of use the same? No. Yeah. I don't really either. Um, I do enjoy, and I had to look it up. So, and I can't really talk about it. Because it's a spoiler, but uh, face me west so I can see the setting sun and remember oh, all the good times we had. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a real good one. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <sighs> game's so good. Oh. Um, <laughs> if, if you don't know what we're talking about, um, I don't know, like, come to our Discord and, and we'll tell you what game you should go play because, goddamn, that was... That was good. Um, I would say, like, general, like, I've always enjoyed, like, I, I think that anytime you get that kind of, like, cultural zeitgeist of, of quotes, like the, you know, the cake is a lie, or, um, you know, before I took an arrow to the knee, or, you know, what, what we set you up the bomb, um, yeah. or, you know, war never changes. Like, those are all, like, uh-huh. they're good because they're just, like, shortcuts for I don't know, like kind of nerdy discussion. So I think those are all those are all good. But I, I think Colby wins. Do you have you have any that you can think of, Dylan? Not really. I, I I wonder if it's because you don't. At least I don't like play games over and over and over and over again. Uh, right. Like I watch Something movies. You kind and, of you go through once. Yeah. I I watch movies and I watch TV shows often many 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 times. Um. But I don't, I don't do that with video games, which I would assume yeah. is why they don't stick in your head as well. I don't think it's because the writing's I, any better or worse. But right, I would also say that a lot of the things you might remember aren't necessarily for the right reason. Yeah. It's because the characters spam those lines over and over because they only have so many lines to say. Yep. Looking at you, Super Smash Bros. When <laughs> um, you do the, you do the, you do the fighting. Well, I guess I mean Street Fighter. That might be. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, whatever uh, the guy says when he, um, I don't know if it's a punch or whatever, but <laughs> um, or like falcon kick, like these yep. uh, these certain like goofy yeah. things. Yeah. I've probably said those more than an Anything. actual good line from yeah. <laughs> right. No, I, so I don't disagree. Do not disagree. All right, cheap free games. Let's talk about them. Uh, games with gold this month is four games that are not great. Um, Armello, which I've never heard of. 
uh, is May 1st to May 31st. Uh, Dungeons 3, which I have heard of and it looked okay, actually, uh, is May 16th to June 15th. Lego Batman, which is old but still pretty good. I thought Lego Batman was already a games with gold it may have been it would not shock me if that has been a game with gold in the past um that's the 361 may 1st to may 15th and tropico 4 which i guess if you like like simulation games tropico series is supposed to be pretty good may 16th to uh may 31st game pass games are actually really quite good though this month um i'm sure this is actually just kind of the start of what we're seeing too is uh may 4th colby's birthday so get him Woo! a present colby's birthday i'm getting him this year is Dragon Quest Builders 2 is coming to Game Pass. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, you, you got screwed, Cole. Sorry, man. Uh, it's a game I have absolutely... It's so good. Yeah, I really have wanted to play that ever since it came out, and I didn't want to pay 60 bucks for it when it came out, and I kind of lost track of it, but I'm excited that it's coming now, so we can play that. Uh, the Wild at Heart is coming May 20th, and I don't know exactly how to describe that game, but it looks really good. It was... I'm trying to remember where I played a demo of it. I think in the like the Xbox like summer demo thing, the Wild Heart had a demo. It's really good, kind of voxly looking, good looking game. Uh, May twenty first, Knockout City is coming. Uh, that's a day and date, first day release, and that's a I, I want to say like a dodgeball game, right? Is that the one that I've seen someone working on on uh, on? Twitter? It could be. It could be. Yeah. So uh. it looks good. Um, I have not played it, but um, Eddie that hangs out in our Discord has played it, I believe, in some sort of maybe alpha or beta or something. It says it's great. So definitely look to play uh, Knockout City on the 21st when that comes out. Uh, and then FIFA 21 is coming out in May uh, at some point. So I'm actually really kind of excited about that because I think FIFA 21 has an Xbox Series X upgrade on it. And I, I like FIFA and I like good looking FIFA. So try that out um playstation plus this month is weird um because i don't know sony can't just do something like they can't just give away games they have to be weird about it um so wreck fest drive hard die last i didn't realize that wreck fest had a like a subtitle is that uh <laughs> destruction derby game that i talked about probably three weeks ago super fun really good um that's coming to play as ps plus but only if you're on the PS5. PS4 owners, even though the game is on the PS4, do not get it. <laughs> it's a PS4 game. Yeah, I don't I don't understand, Cole. I, I literally, like I said, it's Sony is Sony. It's fine, whatever. Um, but this month you'll also get Battlefield 5, which I hear is really, really good. Um, especially, it came out in 2018. It's had apparently a good two years of pretty solid updates, so that's cool. And then Stranded Deep, which is a game that is off my radar. It's a survival game, I think, kind of set in the water. Yeah. Um, but uh, a friend of mine named Ben, uh, who writes in every once in a while, a nice guy, I used to work with him, uh, has played it. It says it's really good. He really enjoyed that. So check out Stranded Deep on the PlayStation. Um, Epic Games, like I said earlier, is Idle Champions. And I'm going to read this description to you because I don't, I don't, I don't know what it means. It's a licensed D and D strategy management video game, uniting iconic characters from novels, campaigns, and shows into one epic adventure. And it does not look finally. Good. I tried playing this because I think I saw enough ads for it, and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, and. Part of me doesn't understand those idle games where you just like let it do its thing. Yeah. It's definitely not the kind of games I play yeah. or like playing. And that's that's where it stopped for me. I was like, I don't, this isn't for me. Yeah, it's super weird. I, I don't, don't know. It's all right. Anyway, I'm sure there'll be more stuff. That game actually is, I think, already out maybe. Like I, it, it listed as not being available until the 29th, um, but I downloaded it yesterday for free, so I don't know. We'll see. Okay, so finally, Troll Corner. We're going to talk about... Um, I'm just going to read you a tweet because it it's... It doesn't make sense, but I love it a lot. So this is Craig Kelly. He is an MP in Australia. And this is in response to a cyberpunk tweet that says cyberpunk 2077 sold 13.7 million copies in one month with Aussies buying 400,000 plus copies. His response to this 
is, what type of world do we live in today when the woke try and quote-unquote cancel Dr. Seuss while quote-unquote cyberpunk 2077? I should point out, too, that cancel is in double quotes, but cyberpunk 2077 is in single quotes. I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, cyberpunk 2077 is all the rage where quote double quotes this time, four types of damage can be inflicted and resisted. Physical, thermal, EMP, and chemical. <laughs> Clearly promoting great, woke, wholesome values, question mark, question mark. Did did anyone point out that, like, I don't know, Pokemon has, like, 12 <laughs> different <laughs> damage types? The game I'm playing that I let my four-year-old watch has, like, I don't know, at least probably five different damage types. I I wish I understood what woke damage types are in Cyberpunk. Like, do you guys remember when Cyberpunk came out? A bunch of like, do you remember a bunch of leftists being like, "Oh my god, you should totally play Cyberpunk 2077. It is so woke." Do you remember that discussion? I, I kind of remember the opposite. Because I really, I, like, that's the thing. I don't know. Its Asian portrayal is. Not great. <laughs> a lot of transgender issues in that game. I maybe maybe I missed the great woke awakening of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Maybe maybe that came out after the first patch. I they they patched in some wokeness. Um anyway, I I read that tweet and I couldn't not share it with you. You're you're welcome. Uh I think that is it for this week, unless you guys have more things that you want to talk about. I don't think I can talk about anything after that. <laughs> We're Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.com slash Bite Me Podcast. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Bite Me Podcast. You can join our delightful Discord full of fun and fantasy uh, at bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. Actually, there's very little fantasy, but there's a lot of fun. Maybe a little fantasy. I don't know. Uh, let's see. What else? Do we do anything else? You can join our you can join our Extra Life team or donate to our Extra Life team at bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. I still want to get a, a what the dub thing going. Maybe do a little Extra Life streaming. i got to figure that out. So, Dylan. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me.